0: Lord, jeans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, chicken, rap unit! All right, let it go. Let it go. No. Let
1: it go. Uh-oh. If it's out, let it go. Good morning to each of you, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing, and we are glad about it. Listen, go ahead and hit that share button. You know we need you to do that. Practice good digital discipleship on this morning. We say that because it has never been easier for us as believers to share our faith. It's never been easier to let the world know how we believe, what we believe, and in whom we believe. And you do that simply by sharing this live feed on your Facebook page. So go ahead and hit the share button now. We need the 200 and so of you who are online right now to go ahead and share it because you never know who needs to hear this word on this morning. Share it right now so that others can hear what the word of the Lord has to say to them on this morning, this day that the Lord has made. Are you ready to worship the Lord this morning? Are you ready to praise his holy name? God is great and he is greatly to be praised. Won't you join me in a moment of prayer? Father God, in the name of Jesus, how great you are. We bless your name. We exalt you, O God. You alone are worthy to be praised. We thank you, O God, for another day's journey, for waking us up this morning, for clothing us in our right minds, and God, for giving us the activity, yes, of our limbs. God, right now, we pray your blessings upon this service. We pray, O God, that you enter into this sanctuary, enter into the sanctuaries of our homes, of our apartments, of our houses, and of our hearts, O Oh God, we pray, oh Lord, that you make us right now a dwelling place that you will be proud of, a place that you can dwell and there will be no 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 unholiness, no unrighteousness, that you can dwell there and that your spirit would live there among us and with us in the name of Jesus. Touch according to your will. Open our ears, our eyes, and our hearts that we might hear a word from heaven from on high. Do it now in Jesus' name and for his sake we pray. Amen, amen. God bless you. It's time to praise the Lord this morning. Come on. Stand to your feet. Get ready to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth with our praise team right now. Let's praise him, y'all.
0: It's all right if you put your hands together. So many things God has brought us through. So many trials he's brought us over. But this morning, we have a new testimony. We stand boldly and we say.
2: for the morning, comes from the book of Psalms, Psalms 95, and it reads as follows, Oh come, let us sing unto the Lord, let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. for the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are the deep places of the earth, the strength of the hills is also his. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Thus, reading the reading of God's word, God's word for God's people. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we enter into your presence this morning with joy and thanksgiving. With praise on our lips and thanksgiving in our heart, thanking you for this another day's journey. We thank you, Father God, because you've allowed us to see another day that's been coming since the beginning of time. And we're just glad about it. Thank you for the opportunity to pray because you told us that we all pray always and not faint. Thank you for the gift of life. We thank you, Father God, for the journey. And though these times are difficult, dark days, we realize, Father God, that through it all, you're there and you haven't left us and you're with us. You will walk with us and keep us during this pandemic. We realize now, Father God, that there are some dark days there are some lonely nights, there's separation, there's anxiety, but you're there, you're the Alpha and the Omega of all things. And at least we forget, Father God, that you can do all things and you do all things exceedingly well. And so we're going to look to you, the source of our strength in these times, in these difficult times, because we realize that darkness only lasts for a little time, but joy comes in the morning, and so we're thankful for it. We thank you for this opportunity to worship and praise. We thank you as our shepherd. We thank you for our under shepherd, who leads and guides us, and our prayer, dear Lord, is that you continue to give him all that he needs as he leads these your people. During this time of separation, we also pray that you will bless every family and every household. We pray that you will continue to be a hedge of protection around us all. Thank you right now for the opportunity afforded this week to participate in democracy as we should know it. We pray now for those who leave this city, this state and this nation. We pray that justice would rain down from all hills. We pray Father God that you will continue to make your presence known through all things. Lead and guide us. We pray Father God that love will continue to bind us all from heart to heart and that one cannot fall from the other. Guide us now as we continue to go through this service. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In the matchless name of Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, we do offer it all. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's say amen again. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Deacon Wright, for that prayer. Thank you, praise team. Uh, for beginning our worship service in such a dynamic way since Jesus came into my life. I wonder, has your life been changed? Amen. Things you d- used to do, you ought not do anymore. Amen. If Jesus has come into your life. Listen, while we are in a, a moment of pra- praise and prayer, I want you to continue to pray for uh, Sister Mandy Strong. Wyatt, of course, and many of you know that uh, uh, this past week, uh, Sister May Helen uh, Walker went on to be with the Lord, a great soldier on the battlefield, uh, for the Lord. And those services were held on, on yesterday. We had the opportunity to have, uh, visitation, uh, at, at the local funeral home here in town. Uh, And then uh, she went back home, amen, back to Bay Springs area. And so we thank God uh, that that the Lord gave her to us for for the time that he did. So be in prayer for Sister Mandy Strong-White. Also, I want you to be in prayer for the Gentry family, Deacon Coy. Uh, Gentry lost his sister, I understand, Sister uh, Ruth L. Gentry Williams. Those services were yesterday as well in Long Beach, California. And so be in prayer for Deacon Coy Gentry and the Gentry family as well, amen. Man, we certainly know God is a very present help in time of trouble. Listen, I want to thank, take an opportunity and thank members of our missionaries. Missionaries uh, got out on yesterday, came out on yesterday, and ministered uh, to members of our community by preparing uh, bags of, of PPE equipment, uh, uh, masks and gloves and, and hand sanitizer, Lysol, and they went and distributed that throughout the community. Uh, we want to just make sure that while our building is not open to the public, that the neighborhood, that our community knows that we are still here and we are still ministering and thank you min- mi- thank you, missionaries uh, for heeding that call and taking the lead on that to make sure that while the doors are closed uh, to the building that the church is still open and ministering so powerfully. Also I want to thank uh, members of our laymen who are continuing to, to contribute uh, to residents of the Lake Charles area who were displaced because of recent storm- Also, there's some some support that had gone uh, to residents over in Texas. I understand there's there's been some uh, uh, situations over there to which the laymen have been able to minister. So thank you, uh, laymen, for your ministry continuing as well. Also want to thank Brother Britton and Tabitha Britton-Porter, also members of our laymen and members of our ushers uh, who were on hand on yesterday to distribute some fresh sweet potatoes, y'all. Amen. Fresh sweet potatoes right off the truck. They washed them up made them look real pretty, put them in nice bags, and and the line was wrapped all around the block uh, to come and get some fresh sweet potatoes. And so we want to thank you all for for just being the servants that you are, ministering in time of need, making sure that the community knows uh, that we are still here being the hands and the feet of Christ, helping how we can, ministering when we can. And so thank you, missionaries, laymen, ushers, all who play a part in making sure that the ministry of our Lord and Savior continues in these trials times. Amen? Amen and amen. God bless you. Listen, it's giving time. We want you to prepare now your gifts, your offerings as we give them unto the Lord, the God who gives to us so bountifully. We now want to bless our Lord and our God. He said, try me. See if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there should not be room enough to receive it. In this season of bounty, in this season of harvest, surely we can testify that God has been good and gracious to us. So there are any number of ways that you can demonstrate your faithfulness in giving right now. You can give uh, by way of our church app. You can text to the number that's on your screen. As always, you can mail your gift or drop it off at the office. Whatever you do, let's make sure that you give so regularly, liberally, and cheerfully because God still loves a cheerful giver. And it's by our giving that we can now tell the Lord, thank you.
0: Some say they just can't be buggers and robbers no place in the be safe with you in my protection. I want to thank you for your love. Thank you. Thank you for your power. Thank you. Thank
2: you for protection. Thank you. Every hour. Almighty God, as we petition, petition your throne of grace one more time, I'm reminded of the words of a songwriter, which simply said, you can not be God-given no matter how hard you try, because a long time ago, you gave us your good and perfect gift, our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, who died for the sins of all mankind, and so for that, we are eternally grateful, but for this opportunity to give back just a portion of what you're giving, we say thank you, we pray now that you will multiply, as it is used for the purposes for which it was raised. We thank you for those who gave. We thank you for those who had a desire but had not. Use it for the purposes intended. We give you all the praise in the matchless name of Christ Jesus. We do ask. Amen.
1: no one like the Lord, no one, no one quite like God, hallelujah, glory to the Lamb of God, amen, amen, God bless you, thank you, praise team for reminding us, there is absolutely no one like our God. I want to invite your attention to the book of St. Luke, Luke chapter number 17, While you are getting there, let me take just a moment um, and uh, give some instructions or clarity about something you may have seen on the countdown. Um, If you tuned in early and you saw the countdown, you may have seen a segment entitled Alone in His Presence, uh, Sanctuary Hours. One of the things that we know um, is that this is the time of year when families get together at the time of year when uh, it's important to have connections and feel connected. And we've been out of our sanctuary now for eight months, and we wanted to um, perhaps uh, provide some sense of connectivity. Uh, We know how, even though we have Uh, labor to make sure and to teach and make sure that you know that your house is your sanctuary, uh, to make sure that you understand that God is with you wherever you are. Uh, There is no replacement or replication uh, for this sacred space. We understand that. And so what we wanted to do beginning this week was uh, open the sanctuary and make some hours available Uh, Where those of you who just need to come by the church, need to step foot in the sanctuary, need to pray, need to meditate, uh, that you have the time to do that. Uh, We're going to open the sanctuary for a number of hours on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, those hours will be posted. If you call the church office, uh, speak to Patrice beginning at 10 a.m., uh, she will let you know what uh, slots are available. Uh, I know that there are many of you who just need uh, who need to be in this space. One of the privileges of being a pastor uh, is that I'm oftentimes in this space, and I know how important it is. I know when I'm in this space, I can call out to the Lord and cry out to the Lord. And tell them about my cares and my burdens and we want to make that available to you and so if you have a pressing need just to be in this place to be in this house uh, for 30 minutes at a time we're going to give people 30 minute slots uh, allowing 10 people in at a time socially distanced appropriately all of the things will be in place to make sure that we do it in a safe manner face masks uh, will be available sanitizing stations will be available Thermo uh, temperature checks will be done uh, prior to entering the sanctuary. So we've got all the logistics uh, worked out for those of you who need to come into this space, need to hear from the Lord in this this critically important place in your faith. Uh, We understand that. We recognize that. And beginning this week, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of this week, we're going to Open it up and make some sanctuary hours available on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Uh, Shannon, I think we can probably post that somewhere. We'll make it. uh, We'll yeah. We'll make. We'll get a post up uh, and make sure that that's in the chat line, uh, so you'll know where to go and get get all of the information that you need, so that you can sign up for a loan in His presence. Amen. Somebody, somebody say amen. 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 Listen, Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter number 17, beginning with verse number 11. There you will find these words. It came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. As he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And They lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourselves unto the priests. It came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. (laughs) Fell down on his face and at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God save this stranger. And he said unto him, arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole." Amen. Thus ends the reading of God's holy word. I simply want to preach from the subject this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We're now in the Thanksgiving season. This text this morning is about the giving of thanks this text and this sermon will consider the means, the method, and the moment of thanksgiving. If you walk with me through the corridors of this text I believe there are a few things that we see about the motivation, the expectation, and the appreciation associated with the giving of thanks. The text begins with Jesus entering a certain village that is not named From the distance, he is greeted by 10 lepers. Lepers had to socially distance themselves from the general population as not to spread their disease. But their banishment was not just due to their physical ailment, but uh, their physical ailment was also linked to their spiritual condition. You see, lepers, though they were physically sick, because of their physical sickness, there was an association or an implication concerning their spiritual condition. Lepers were not only sick, but they were called unclean unclean did not refer to their physical sickness unclean referred to a spiritual status and so because of their physical sickness they were socially banished but they were thought to be spiritually unclean so there were there they are marginalized because they their illness and they were ostracized because of their assumed spiritual status they were physically separated but also socially alienated they were sick and they were unclean and in this condition they die a slow death separated from society separated from their families separated from their friends and it's in this context that the text says that Jesus passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. In other words, in other words, it's in this moment, watch this of physical sickness and social ailment that Jesus comes in. I think I think there's a reason to be thankful right there because this shows us that the Lord does not avoid entering into these kinds of situations the Lord doesn't mind entering into these kinds of conditions and to this kind of drama he did not avoid the village he did not ignore the victims he entered in he did not avoid the city he did not ignore those who were sick he entered in and listen the good news is that he not only entered into their drama but he will enter into ours too. That desperate situation, God will come in. That hopeless circumstance, God will come in. That impossible scenario, the Lord will come in. Jesus passes through. Somehow the lepers knew that Jesus was coming because the text says that they cried out to him, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. What an insightful salutation from these lepers. They call his name Jesus. But then they follow it up with his title, Master. Which suggests that there was then a level of understanding not only his identity, but associating it with his authority. Jesus, Master. They, 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 all, they all not only understand who he is, but they understand what power he has. Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. The text says that Jesus saw them. Stop right there. Don't go any further. Jesus saw them. Go back look at it. It's right there. Jesus saw them. The ones who were marginalized, Jesus saw them saw them, the ones who were pushed to the periphery of society. Jesus saw them, the ones who were forsaken and oftentimes forgotten. Jesus saw them, the ones for which their community had given up hope on them. Jesus saw them. Good news this morning, my brothers and sisters, is that Jesus not only saw them, but he sees us too. The Lord not only saw them, but he sees us too. You are not going through your situation by yourself, but God God sees you. You are not walking through that valley on your own. God sees you. You are not dealing with that circumstance by yourself. God sees you. Not only does God see you, but we who are his children, we must also in turn see people. I preach that to you all the time. We we, we oftentimes go by and, and act like we have blinders on, not seeing people when they are right before us, not seeing human need when it confronts us, not seeing issues and things to which we have been called to give aid and assistance, but going on with our day as if things are back to normal. No, when we see we should do, he saw them and so should we so what jesus did he sees them and he reaches out to them and he gives to them number one an embedded miracle listen to him after after he saw them the text says that he said to these lepers go and show yourselves to the priests now you remember, you remember, you good Bible scholars, you remember that leprosy was incurable. There were no therapeutics for leprosy. There was no vaccination for leprosy. And if, if, if one recovered from leprosy, it was considered to be a miracle. If one were miraculously cured of leprosy, then it, war, it was the priest's responsibility to declare such individuals as clean. It was the priest, not the doctor. It was the priest who examined and determined if the leprosy was gone. And if so, the priest said, you are clean, which allowed that person the opportunity, watch this, who was marginalized, who was ostracized, who was banished from society, to now be able to go back home. So Jesus says to these sick, unclean lepers, Go show yourselves to the priest. And in that commandment, there is an embedded miracle. Because the only reason they would be going to the priest was for the priest to declare them Clean. I don't believe you praying with me this morning. The the only reason they would be walking their way to the priest was so that the priest could examine them and say of them, you are clean, you can go back home. I need you to understand, my brothers and sisters, there was the embedded miracle Jesus tells these men, go show yourselves to the priest. Go show yourselves to the priest. Go show yourselves. Wait a minute, Lord, you hadn't done anything. That's all right, go show yourself to the priest. Lord, you have not touched me. That's all right, go show yourself to the priest. Lord, you have not anointed me with oil. That's all right, go show yourself to the priest. Lord, you hadn't even prayed for me. That's all right, go show yourself to the priest. Jesus does not have to do any of that because watch this, the miracle is embedded in his commandment. Did you get what I'm saying? He says, go show yourselves to the priest. And in the commandment, there is the miracle. How do you know it's embedded, preacher? Because the text says, as they went, they were cleansed. I don't believe you're praying with me. As they went they were cleansed as they obeyed his command they were healed as they stepped out on his word they were healed as they followed his commandment they were healed the lord didn't do it watch this before they moved the miracle was manifested as they moved as they demonstrated faith the miracle was manifested as they obeyed the lord the embedded blessing was revealed unto them because the blessing was embedded in the commandment i don't know who i'm talking to this morning, but sometimes you have to move before your miracle manifests. Sometimes you have to step out on faith before anything comes to fruition. Sometimes you have to start going before the Lord does anything for you. You, you want the Lord to work it out so that you can start moving, but God says, no, you're going to move before I start working. Go show yourself to the priest. There's some things. God says you just gotta trust me on and start walking. Watch this, even though you don't see it yet. Some things you're gonna have to trust me in and start moving before it happens. Some things you're gonna have to just believe. Watch this, that as you walk, God's gonna work. Mm. That, that, that as you move, god is going to manifest his power that that as you step out on faith god is going to meet you in the middle of it i i don't know i don't know who this is for but somebody's been waiting you've been wait good god almighty you've been waiting you've been waiting on the lord to work it out you've been waiting on the lord to show you you've been waiting on the lord to show you how it's going to end and what it's going to be and the lord says no you've got to step out right now and as you go I will do. That's a radical instruction. That's a radical instruction because these men, given this commandment, when they were given that commandment, go show yourselves to the priest. I'm sure they looked at themselves, and they saw that their bodies were still full of sores. Their skin was still pale. Their bones were still frail. They were still weak. So for them to go and show themselves to the priests, they had to believe, watch this, that somehow between where they start and where they were going to stop, that in between that space, something was going to happen. In between the beginning of their journey and the end of their journey that God was going to do something. I need somebody to hear me that in between the space of your beginning and your ending that God will meet you and do exactly what he said. It was an embedded miracle. Then secondly, you have in this text an indebted man. An indebted man. Verse 15 says, "In one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. With a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. Watch this. Here it is. And he was a Samaritan. Watch this, this, y'all. Here they are walking, and the miracle starts happening. They're making their way to the priest, and the miracle meets them en route yeah, <laughs> the, the miracle meets them on the way. They look at themselves and they see as they are walking that the leprosy is leaving. As they are walking, skin legions are returning to normal. As they are walking, disfigured limbs are straightening Out As they are walking, the grotesque abnormalities are being put into proper proportions as they are walking. And watch this. And now, all they have to do is get to the priest. Because if they get to the priest, the priest will see what they see and say of them, you're clean. And with that pronouncement from the priest, watch this. They can go back to their homes, back to their families, back to their friends, and resume the life that they once had. And all they have to do is get to the priest. They've already gotten healed. All they got to do now is get to the priest. And they're all headed to the priest, but the text says that one of them turned back. One of them decided, before I go and see the priest, I'm going back to see Jesus. (laughs) Before I go talk to the priest, I'm... I'm going back to tell Jesus thank you before I go on with my life I'm going back to thank the one who actually put it back together I, I wish I had a witness in this house the text says that when this man saw that he was healed that he turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and listen every now and then every now and then you need to go back and look around on your journey and look around and see what the Lord has done go back over and look at what the Lord has done how God has brought you out and glorify God what the Lord has brought you through and glorify God how the Lord brought you over and glorified God turn back and see how God good God has been to you and glorify God with a loud voice I wish somebody was home right now who would just look back over the last eight months of your life some of you had COVID and you've come out of it some of you have had COVID and didn't know it some of you have never gotten COVID, you ought to glorify God with a loud voice right now. 230,000 plus people have lost their lives in this country, but you're still here right now. You ought to look back and glorify God right now with a loud voice and tell Him, Thank you, Jesus you're waking up every morning you still go to bed at night with the bed you able to get around you ought to tell him thank you jesus this man who was on his way to the priest said no before i get to the priest i got to go back and tell the man who made it possible thank you before i get on with my life back to my family and my friends let me go and see king jesus the one i call master the one who made everything all right the one who met me in my sickness the one who looked at me when everybody looked over me, the one who said, I see you, and I'm going to do something about you. Let me go back and tell Jesus, thank you. Now here, here's what you got to remember. The real beautiful thing about this text is that the text says, this man was a Samaritan. And you remember Samaritans and Jews didn't have much to do with each other. Samaritans, you, you Bible scholars remember, were a mixed race of people. And because they were mixed, the Jews felt like they had no business being called, watch this, covenant people. They, they, they said, you're, you're not really in God's covenant because you are, you are not full-blooded Jews. You are Mixed. I don't know how y'all feel about it at home today, but I'm glad the Lord deals with mixed folk. My God, my God, I'm, I'm glad God doesn't mind dealing with mixed folk. Truth of the matter is, I'm mixed, and, and truth of the matter is, you mixed. All of us are mixed with something, and I'm not talking about blood right now, but all of us are mixed up with something. None of us is 100% of anything. You're not good. You're not 100% good. You might be a little good, but you're mixed with a little bad. You, you're not 100% holy, but you got some unholiness in you. You're not 100% righteousness. There's some unrighteousness in you, but... God deals with mixed folk folk who are mixed with a little of this and a little of that and and he says that's all right I'll claim you as my own child I'm glad that he looks at us as he looked at that Samaritan and he gives watch this this Samaritan who was counted as not only unclean watch this but not a part of the covenant he says I'm gonna watch this I'm gonna heal you the same way i heal them i'ma bless you the same way i bless them i'ma give you a miracle the same way i give them a miracle aren't you glad this morning that god is an equal opportunity blesser? aren't you glad this morning that he does not look at some and and withhold from uh, that he he will bless you and it doesn't matter your race it doesn't matter he will bless you doesn't differentiate when it comes to mercy doesn't separate when it comes to grace does not segregate when it comes to love does not separate when it comes to goodness when the samaritan saw that the lord did not withhold from him what he gave to everybody else the samaritan said i ain't going to see the priest i'm going back to see jesus He he blessed me the way he blessed y'all. I'm going back to tell him thank you. He he gave it to me the way he gave it to y'all. I'm going back to tell him thank you. He went back to tell Jesus thank you. And listen, some of you ought to be bursting at the seams right now for all that the Lord has done for you. Things that he didn't have to do but he did it. You ought to be able to tell the Lord thank you. Blessings that he didn't have to give you, but he gave you. You ought to tell him thank you. Opportunities he didn't have to bring your way, but he did. You ought to have a thank you on your lips. Doors that he didn't have to open. Miracles that he didn't have to manifest. Sickness that he didn't have to heal. You ought to have a thank you, Jesus, on your heart and in your mouth this morning. Somebody ought to tell him thank you, Jesus. Third thing, third thing, third thing, third thing, third thing. In this text we see. An expected measure. Look at this. The man comes back to Jesus. He makes his way back to Jesus. He falls down on his face at Jesus' feet. He gives Jesus his heartfelt thank you. And in the middle, watch this, of this Samaritan telling this Jew, thank you. Jesus asks the question. He says, where are the nine? Were there not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? G- G- Jesus can count, y'all. He, he, he has no problem with his arithmetic. He said, I, I healed ten. One came back. Where are the nine? Watch this. I heard ten men crying. I gave ten blessings. Only one said thank you. I, I heard ten men saying Jesus, Master, when they needed me. I, 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 I gave them an embedded miracle and sent them on their way, but, but only one came back. Watch this. And none of them, the one that came back <laughs> is a Samaritan. My God. I think this point is made here to say that Jesus, God the Father, Jesus the Son, the Holy Spirit, our Comforter and our Keeper, when we have been blessed, he expects us to say thank you. You can sit there and hold your lips if you want to, but when you've been blessed, He expects you to open your mouth. When when he's protected you, when he's kept his hand and his head around you, he expects you in your house, in your home, sitting on your couch to open your mouth and tell him thank you. It doesn't matter who's sitting next to you. It doesn't matter who's sleeping in the next room. If God has been good to you, he expects us to tell him thank you i hear somebody saying revenue don't take all that yeah it does Oh yeah, it takes all that. It, it took all of that when you needed him. It, it took you crying and it took you snotting and it, it took you asking the Lord, Lord, please come by and see me. And now that he's seen you and now that he's here, you, you act like you, you, it's embarrassing for you to worship the Lord. It's embarrassing for you to lift up holy hands. It's embarrassing for you. And the Lord says, if you are embarrassed of me and will not own me before me I will not own you before the Father, somebody ought to open their mouths and tell him, Thank you, Jesus. I don't care what the folk think about me. I know where my blessings come from. Thank you, Jesus. I don't care what folk think about who I am. I know what God has done for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He expects us to tell him thank you. When the Lord does something wonderful in your life, you ought to give him a wonderful thanks. When God does something glorious in your life, you ought to open your mouth with glorious praise. When he does something marvelous, you ought to give him the measure back of thankfulness that is equally marvelous. That's what this man did, and that's what Jesus expected the others to do. But because they didn't, here's the last point. Because they didn't, they missed out on an added mercy. And added mercy. The text says that Jesus says to the man, Thy faith hath made thee whole. Now the three words I want you to see in this text. First one is in verse number 15. Verse number 15 is the word healed. Verse number 17 is the word cleansed. And in verse number 19 is the word whole healed cleansed whole look at verse 15 verse 15 says one of them when he saw he was healed saw he was healed the greek word there the greek word the greek word for, for healed is e- e-a-o-mai, eaomai which means healed it is a medical term that means to repair or to cure eaomai Look at verse number 17. Jesus says, we're not all ten cleansed. Look at that. We're not all ten cleansed. Cleansed. The Greek word there for cleansed, cleansed, cleansed is is katharizo. Katharizo. It's the word from which we get our English word catheter. Katharizo. Catheter, Which means to remove impurities. We're not all cleansed. We're not the impurities removed. But then look at verse 19. Verse 19 says, Jesus says to them, uh, to the healed and the cleansed man who came back to him and said, "Thank you." He says, "Rise and go. Your faith has made you whole." Whole. The Greek word for whole is sotzo. Sotzo means, watch this, to save, to rescue, or to deliver. I'm gonna go back. Look at it. I'm going somewhere. Look at it, y'all. He says, he says, healed, cleansed whole. Ten of them were healed and cleansed, but only one of them (laughs) was whole. Did you get it? He he, he said, listen, they they were healed. All of them got healed. Catherizo, all of them got cleansed. But the one who came back, he says, Jesus says, rise and go. Your faith, your faith, the faith that it took for you, watch this, to stop going to the priest and come back and see me. The faith that it took, watch this, to stop going on with your life, to get back to your family and your friends, but to first tell me, thank you, that faith is the faith that has made you whole, saved. So so all of them got healed, all of them got cleansed, but only one of them had an added mercy who got whole or saved. I need somebody to understand, by going back, this man gets something that the others missed out on. By going back and tell the Lord thank you, he got something extra that everybody else didn't get. And I need you to understand that you get a blessing just by telling the Lord thank you. You get blessed by having a grateful heart. You, you get an added blessing by having a grateful attitude, by opening your heart and opening your mouth and saying, Lord, I know where my blessings come from. I'm not ashamed to tell the Lord thank you. There's an added grace, there's an added mercy, there's something else that God puts on top of what he's already done. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning, but you ought to tell the Lord, thank you for what he's already done and get ready for him to do some more. Thank you for how he already blessed you and get ready for him to bless you some more. Thank you for the miracles already manifested, but get ready for another miracle to come your way. Is there anybody at home to know that, no, that God has some added mercies? And added mercy. They were on their way. All of them to see the priest. To get on with life. But because the one came back and said thank you. He got a little extra. That's all I got. I'm through. My soul is happy. Because I don't know about you, but I got a thank you in my heart and a thank you in my spirit this morning. Because I know what Jesus, the Master, has done in my life. And if he's done anything great in your life, you ought to tell him this morning Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, and give you his peace. If you're here in spirit, if you're at home, and you've heard this message of this man who not only heals, but who also saves, I need you to know this morning that you can be healed, you can be cleansed, but most importantly, you can be saved. And the praise team already told you that it's a wonderful change when the Lord comes into your life. And so if you're at home, if you're at home, listen, hear me, hear me. This is not just a run-of-the-mill, something we do programmatically. This is an opportunity for you to know the Lord for yourself. This isn't about church right now, y'all. This is about relationship. Your relationship with God through Jesus Christ. This Jesus who heals, this Jesus who cleanses, is a Jesus who saves. And he saves by washing us of our sin. All of us, mm, all of us have sinned. Me too. People who are watching at home, somebody who's sitting next to you, they've sinned, you've sinned. We all have sinned. We're stuck with the sin nature until we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So if you're there, won't you pray this prayer with me so that Jesus saves you of your sin, makes you a new creature, changes your life, and brings you into the family of God. And here's the thing, if you aren't sure, if you aren't sure that you're already there, you need to pray this prayer. So pray it with me right now. Father, I open my heart to Jesus, your son. I want him to be my savior. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Make me a new person. Make me a new creature. I believe that Jesus is the son of God. I believe he died on a cross for my sins. And I believe he rose again from the dead. And right now on this morning, I accept him as Lord and Savior. Of my life. In Jesus name. Amen. Now watch this. If you prayed that prayer by faith. If you believe that in your heart. And you just confess Jesus Christ with your mouth. Here's the good news beloved. You are now. Saved it's done. It's done. It is done. Now all I invite you now to do. To call the number that's on your screen because we not only want to celebrate that with you but we want to offer you a way to walk out at new faith it is a beautiful thing to be saved but there are always questions about what does it now mean well we're there to answer these questions for you so call the number on your screen be a part of this family of faith call K-Chapel and we'll walk it out with you God bless you we're waiting to hear from you right now